This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. Today, we continue our series of shows on the Performing Arts Meeting in Yokohama, Japan, which I had the opportunity to attend last month. The event is held every year for performing arts professionals from around the world, particularly Asia, to come together to present works, attend discussions and network. So for today's show, I will be looking at two Southeast Asian arts makers whose works headlined the event. They are Iko Suprianto from Indonesia and Thanapol Virulhakul from Thailand. First up is my interview with Eko, who presented a dance work called Ibu Ibu Belu, Bodies of Borders, which draws on the Likurai dance from the Timor Island, which is divided between Indonesia and Timor-Leste. In the performance, Eko uses the dance to comment on the political and cultural impact of geographical borders. I started off by asking Eko what drew him to the Likurai dance and what it says about both Nusa Tenggara Timur and Timur Leste, where it comes from. It's a dance that I never saw before um, because it's really far away from my hometown. And when I first time seeing this Likurai dance, um, not only in the in the traditional house or rumah adat, but also um, that I saw like kids like they they dance like really you know, enjoying it. And every kids in every family, in every school, they, they're able to do it. So that was the first thing that I was really drawn on these dances that really owned by the people in Belu. Then later on, I then really, you know, connected to the story and the history and and the idea of be behind the dance and how it then become, it's really not commercial, I would say, but it's more you know, uh, government oriented, like really for the, you know, when, when the governor came, when the president came, when the ministry came, that's performed, performed by this little kid on the, in the Likurai. So that was my first impression. And then, um, so yeah, I'm just, just really then start really researching on how that is politically, it's really separated between Indonesia and Timor-Leste mm. and so on. I get bored with Java. <laughs> um, Javanese is everywhere, and I think is in part of Indonesia. It's it's more so a lot of tradition that is not been explored mm. and not been recognized as 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 the region, as the place, as a cultural uh, you know practices and 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 tradition that believe uh, in the long long life and spirit of the people. The Likurai dance is traditionally performed to welcome winners coming home from battle. I asked Eko about how his work both preserves and deconstructs the dance form and whether he sees these as being opposites. It's really, yeah, well, if you see the look of the, 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 the form, yeah, it, it does really uh, preserving, I would say. And also for me, it's more about, you know, revisiting again my tradition, which is it's tradition from Belu, uh, from Timor-Leste, but I never been, so I was w drawn to, to revisit them again as something that is inspire me. Uh, then I would also say that it's my, my uh, goal is also re-questioning them. How is that related to now the situation as, you know, now it's become, by the way, the, the Belu or Rai Belu is actually literally means sahabat or friend which is a land of friend. Mm. So it's uh, becoming uh, very important for the people to to understand the philosophy behind behind the what is Belu and what is the stand for Belu and then also how, how is that 
connected to the friendship and how that Likurai was actually a dance that also inviting friends to come and to visit and also in inviting and celebrating the, the heroes of the tribe that came in coming from the war. So that was kind of like, you know, my re-questioning, my question to that tradition and how that related to now the situation and how that preserve well or not well or is there something changing or not in the tradition in the in, in Belu. And then the last one I can really interpret it the tradition that can be you know, talking about the borders, talking about the, you know, migration of the uh, Middle East to Europe, mm. or borders itself that broken by the political situation. Yeah, and that has, that's become my, my biggest challenge since about the last, when, when I when I creating the trilogy of Jai Lula mm. with Cry Jai Lula and Bala Bala, that's also something that I don't really want to look traditional, or I don't want to presenting the piece as a traditional, which you know, people doesn't understand where it's come from and what does that mean, you know. But I, I feel like for me, that's the way and I, I then deconstruct the movement and uh, yeah, really like making it more kind of a universal languages of the movement so it doesn't have to be particularly connected to, to particular culture. I then asked him about his choice to use women from the region of the dance itself as performers instead of using professional dancers. They're teachers and of course they dance Likure uh, for the tribe and for the ritual in the, in the villages and um, never been, you know, you would say deconstruct the movement and, you know, Likure with looking it up, it's never happening. Mm. And with the costume that is not with, with the noon, that's also something that they've never been ex- ex- experiencing. Well, of course, I have talked a lot with the, with the elders, with the uh, chief of the tribe and, and how that then I would say, this is what I, as, as an artist, this is what I would lay, lay down and put it down on the table that it can be, be discussed as a, as a new discourse of the tradition. So that's, uh, it has been really challenging, uh, of course, challenging discussion and bargaining with the, with the elders. But I think the far, far, as far as I say, they understand now because when we, when we show it to them, to the elders, they really, they really, didn't never never expecting it to get that that liquor can be something like that. I also asked Echo about the role of research in a performance piece like this. Yeah, well, as I said, it's not about only the liquor, but also about the tanun. How that the tanun, the weaving, is very connected to the culture, and how that woman, most of the time and mostly, is really in that particular. Uh, 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 working subject that really important for the family and yeah it's a lot of story from Philly Philly is from one of the dancers from Timor Leste was actually really talking about the story and how that she uh, her, her father decided to move to Indonesian side and how that she's still there and how that before when her mother carry on all the five or no no seven women of her family to bring it back to Indonesia which is in the 80s, late 80s is still kind of really difficult and how they have to cross. I mostly gather a lot of stories and, and then I, you know, sort of making it as, as my own imagination. And then, of course, it's not... And because I don't want to talk about the story and I don't want to be narrative in this piece. So it's really big challenge on that. And, and I'm really pleased that I got help and support from my dramaturg, from Arcorens, from, from Jan also, who's becoming my outsider eyes that looking at 
um, this piece not from Indonesian side or in Indonesian eyes or even like Pelu's eyes. So. And when it comes to a performance like this, what about the risk of presenting something that is exoticized? Exactly. And that's what I, I really personally having a lot of conversation with Jan, with my lighting designer and with Arko, with my uh, creative presence, um, to, to, to not exoticizing the tradition which I believe that is really sort of uh, kind of in the edge of mm. my of my thinking and my uh, creating, so I have to really be careful on that. And of course, and that's what I don't want to go. So, what is contemporary dance to echo within the context of Southeast Asia, which has such a rich culture of dance traditions? Well, for me, contemporary is about the thought, mm. it's about the thinking, it's about how the, how the, we can become very critical on this um, and on this creativity process. And I think. It's not a form. I mean, my book, um, or my dissertation at least, is actually researching on uh, five different choreographers in Indonesia in my generation. This is Miroto, Hartati, Ceko Siumpu, uh, Mugiono, and myself, which is, we are coming from the same teacher, Sardono Wikusumo, different school of the arts, uh, but we have, Sardono, it never taught us technique. Mm. He never taught us, my, our teacher never taught us the, the, the form, but it's always about how that mindset, how that thinking, how that, you know, creative process while, I mean, which involved with critical uh, discourse. And I think that's what uh, I do believe that contemporary is not about that form, or it's not about that weirdness, or it's not about something that is exotic or, or, or non-exotic or, or, you know, away from tradition. But I think, like I said in the beginning, I have three belief, three, three R belief, which is re-questioning, re, 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 uh, re, I mean, revisiting, re-questioning, and re-interpreting mm. way of, of looking at, you know, particular uh, 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 dance or ideas or, you know, something that is connected that I really want to make something out of it. Mm. So I think it's how that, you know, how that likurai and borders and tanun can be at the same table as, you know, a gender mm-hmm. issues or, or whatever that it can be connected to. That was Indonesian dancer and choreographer Eko Suprianto talking about the performance he presented at the Performing Arts Meeting in Yokohama last month. In this episode of our series covering the arts meeting, we are looking at two Southeast Asian arts makers who presented works there. Coming up after the break is my interview with Thai choreographer and dancer Tanapol Virulhakul. You're listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. This is the third part of a series we're doing on the recently held Performing Arts Meeting in Yokohama. And today we are focusing on the Southeast Asian arts makers who were featured at the meet. Before the break, we heard from Indonesian dancer and choreographer Eko Suprianto. Now is the interview I did with Thai choreographer and dancer Tanapol Virulhakul, who presented a contemporary dance performance called The Retreat. The show was presented in a secret location and tried to explore various ideas of retreating from life as we know it. So Tanapol describes his work as a process-driven one. So I started off by asking him how the show had begun and how it evolved. It's quite a long (laughs) time. Yeah, it's it's beginning in 2017. I kind of like, because um, most of my work is always like... um, 
working toward the political or social issue, especially in Thailand. Mm -hmm. As most of people know, like Thailand have a lot of like political uh, conflict. I would say mm -hmm. um, more than ten years mm -hmm. that we kind of like mm, we we kind of like it's turned to is it's not only a political conflict anymore i mean like in term in term of like a political standing point, but more and more it is play the look the role of this conflict i mean it's like um within the families or or among the people i just wonder right if the world is going to be like this mm -hmm. in the future, what is will be, and how we can like understand it, or even like can we kind of like forecast the future? Yeah, it's like a pass. I mean, it's like actually, it's based on more like pass uh, pessimism ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just wanna know. And I just want to understand. I also asked Anapol about the title of the show, The Retreat. I just like borrow this word instead of like withdraw mm -hmm. ourselves to the society and have a peace life or the peace moment. I'm kind of like use this retreat to confront, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get into the conflict to open our safe zone for the misery things to happen or even some some horror yeah situations yeah to kind of like happen mm -hmm. and see what we learn from that and see how we going to live with that mm -hmm. That is how like the the retreat is like within this 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 project. So the performance is a collaborative one that requires its dancers to improvise and workshop the piece, and involves Tanapol working with dancers from Japan. So I asked him about this experience. I work with like a Japanese dancer, mm -hmm. like four Japanese dancers, and we kind of like because actually we did a workshop mm -hmm. last year last year at TPAM right last yeah. year at TPAM mm -hmm. right in that time we work with like uh, three Japanese dancer and three Thai dancer mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and and it, and it's a good starting point to see like how these like, two cultures in a way two backgrounds mm -hmm, come together and work within the framework of the project and yes and it's not only a cloth culture i think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because like uh, for this project is more it's more about the idea of the self mm -hmm. yeah it means that you, you you can have others because you have self Right, mm -hmm. and it's, it's more about like how much that you kind of like negotiating with the idea of the self mm -hmm. and also the idea of the other. This this project, I aim to create like a methodologies 
or a practice, right? Which is the piece, or even I would say like my my actual work is in the bodies, mm-hmm. right? They kind of like embody the practice or embody the ideas or even another perspective that they might not get used to, and then they kind of like embody that idea and interact from that, right? For sure, it means that they it seem like all most of the material. Is from them, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a ghost, or <laughs> yeah, like processed yeah. in the body, or kind of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what is his role in this process? I'm more like a facilitator for the workshop. Mm-hmm. I kind of like uh, set the the exercise mm-hmm. and or even the environment mm-hmm. and ask them to kind of like involve or interact within the situation or, or the environment. Yeah, and also like we have a dialogue a lot or kind of like sharing and brainstorming the idea. How did they feel? How did they think right, about the process? Or like what kind of materials that they have? Yes, and from that, I, for, I kind of like articulated into the, you can, yeah, it's kind of like instruction, or actually it's a dance score for this time. Contemporary dance is often perceived as being inaccessible or too abstract by many audience members. I asked Tanapal how he sees contemporary dance when it comes to making socio-political commentary. For me, I think like, the process or the practice could be one of the way that contemporary dance can kind of like contribute to the societies. Yeah, for I for sure like as a dance performance, it gives something. Yeah, but perhaps it needs something more to contribute to the society, and I think like practicing or it can getting closer to the to the people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can kind of like adapt it or even like use it yeah they don't have to be a, a contemporary dancer but I, I think like practicing or trying to put dance into the daily life is can open another space or another sphere for the for the possibilities Perhaps we can we can have something that we cannot imagine before from that because like it it can help us to see another perspective of life right but pass through the the dance process or even the practice right I think that is another way that contemporary dance can give or even contribute to the societies. I also asked him what working with dancers from different backgrounds, in this case Japanese dancers, brings to the table. Whoa, I think it's a lot. Yeah, I think it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Because each uh, society, each country, it seems like it has um, 
a certain common sense, right? Mm -hmm. Or liberations, or even a behavior mm -hmm. within that society. Sure. Yeah, and what what they contribute, mm -hmm. especially for for the work this year. You see, like you see how you kind of like understand the common sense of this country, mm -hmm. and then after that, by using this this practice or this process, you kind of like see something underneath or something that that is it is suppressed like within or underneath what you normally don't see. Mm -hmm. And you also see mm -hmm, some of of the potential. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it can be a way for a human being, I would say, yeah. to have another kind of relationship mm -hmm, more than what we understand now. Mm -hmm. I also asked Anapol where he sees his work fitting in within the contemporary dance work that is currently being made in Southeast Asia. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not sure. But I would say that um, it's more like process-based, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's more like process-based. And also, I'm playing a lot with... Um, Within, with this project, I think a lot about uh, mobilities, mm. mm -hmm. especially as an artist um, who like holding Thai passport. Mm -hmm. The mobility is not easy. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh -huh. mm, it's not easy, and I always wonder that do they have a way. That the work can can move around or have the right to mobile mm -hmm. without me. Right, right. Yeah. So this project is turned to be more like a process build, and also like I, I kind of like set up right mm -hmm. the practice, mm -hmm. and this practice can go anywhere. That was Thai dancer and choreographer Tanapo Virulhakul talking about the performance he presented at the Performing Arts Meeting in Yokohama last month. In this episode of our series covering the arts meeting, we spoke to two Southeast Asian arts makers who presented works there. This is the third in a series of shows we are doing about the arts meeting, so do tune in next Tuesday to Front Row for the next episode. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous Front Row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.